You are listening to a message from Victory. We hope it inspires you to honor God and make disciples in your community. We are going to look at what needs to change as believers if we are to move forward. Again, one last question. How many of you here, you want to see growth and progress in your relationship with God? Okay, you want your faith to become 10 times better this year. Okay, you don't want your relationship with God to be the same year after year, but you want to grow. And so we're going to uh, look at that today. If you have your Bible with you, uh, we're going to read from 1 Peter chapter 1, beginning in verse 13 to 16. It says, Therefore, preparing your minds for action and being sober-minded, Set your hope fully on the grace that will be brought to you at the revelation of Jesus Christ. As obedient children, do not be conformed to the passions of your former ignorance, but as He called you is holy, you also be holy in all your conduct. Since it is written, you shall be holy, for I am holy. Can you join me in a short word of prayer before we continue? Lord, we commit to you this time. We thank you that it's your desire for us to grow. It's your desire for us to, to grow from strength to strength, from faith to faith, and to, from glory to glory. And Lord, we pray that you will bless the, the, the preaching of your word today and use this time that we have today in order for our faith to increase and to know you better. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen. Okay, um, just to give you a short background for... Uh, the passage of scripture that we read, the context, uh, it says, Peter said, therefore, and every time you see that word, therefore, uh, it's uh, pointing to the previous conversation or discussion. So he said, in light of what was mentioned before, therefore, this is the implication. So uh, therefore, Paul was talking about uh, their salvation, the salvation they received. Okay, uh, I'd like to read verse 3. Let's just... Uh, backtrack a little in verse 3. It says, Blessed be the God and Father of our Lord Jesus Christ. According to His great mercy, He has caused us to be born again. Can we all say that? Born again. He said, He has caused us to be born again to a living hope through the resurrection of Jesus Christ from the dead. And uh, you would see that word in the Bible, the word born again. It's not pertaining to a religion. The first mention of that word was in John and it was from the mouth of Jesus. And when Jesus talked about born again, he was not describing a religion or recruiting people to join a certain sect. He's talking about uh, what needs to happen in order for us to have a relationship with him. And here, Peter was talking about what happened to the Christians when they encountered Jesus. He said, you'd been born again. And I like that. He said, He has caused us to be born again. You know, I did not plan to be born. It wasn't my plan or prerogative. I was born in the 70s. Hindi ko po plinano, how I wish 90s ako, ano, pinanganak. But I was born in the 70s and it wasn't, my, it wasn't my initiative, it wasn't my decision. So in the same way, uh, the Bible says He has caused us to be born again by His great mercy. 
We're lost. We don't know how to find our way back. There's no way we can change ourselves. We cannot save ourselves. We did not find God. God found us. And we are saved by His great mercy. The reason you are here today is not because you're good, but because God is good. You are here today because in spite of our unfaithfulness, God remained faithful. And so we are here today. Now, we had participation nung pinanganak po tayo. Kung natatandaan nyo pa, no, nung bagong labas kayo sa sinapupunan, may participation kayo, umiyak kayo. Yun na yun. But you know, it was through the, uh, the pain and the sacrifice and the suffering of our moms that we are born. You know, in the same way, we are here today, we are born again because of the pain and the sacrifice and the death of Jesus Christ on the cross. Because of someone's suffering, we are all born again. Because Jesus lost everything on the cross, we can now have everything in Christ. That's why we rejoice today. How many of you are grateful for your salvation? How many of you are grateful that you've been born again? You know, born again means new beginning, a fresh start. It means a new life. God made everything new. That's why the Bible says we are born again to a living hope. If you are a Christian, there is something to look forward to. You're born, and it's not a one-time experience. It's a gradual unfolding of this new nature and relationship. I have a two-year-old kid at home. And since he was born, you know, nung pinanganak po siya, it's not a one-time experience. It's a continuous process. And in the same way, we are in a continuous uh, journey. Now, that's in First Peter 1, verse 6 to 7, In this you rejoice, though now for a little while, if necessary, you have been grieved by various trials, so that the tested genuineness of your faith more precious than gold that perishes, though it is tested by fire, may be found to result in praise and glory and honor and revelation of Jesus Christ. He said, now you rejoice, but being born again doesn't mean life will be easy. It doesn't mean now that you're in Christ, you will be exempted from uh, temptations and trials of life. In fact, we will go through suffering. We will face trials, but if we respond right by the grace of God, our trials will become our testimonies. I was uh, talking to a young businessman uh, just this week, and we're talking about the challenges he's, he's facing in his line of work. Pressure. Sabi niya, sometimes nananaginip ako three times, sunod-sunod, bago kami nag-meet this week, no? Sabi niya, sunod-sunod, sabi sa kanya ng wife niya. Sa panaginip niya, nagbibigay siya ng uto sa mga employees niya. Hanggang pagtulog, nagtatrabaho siya, stress na stress because of deadlines. But I was encouraging him. He said, I said, if you respond right by the grace of God, you will be able to help lots of business people in the future. You will be able to help lots of people who are going through pressures and trials by your testimony. Because you went through the trial... But by the grace of God, you're able to went through it and you're able to honor Him. Our trials will become our uh, testimonies. And here's really the message that I want to share with you. Therefore, uh, Peter said, in light of the salvation we receive and the tests and trials that's about to come, he said, therefore, 
because of the salvation and in light of the challenges we're about to face. Therefore, here's the exhortation of Peter. Here's what needs to change if we want to continually move forward. First one, he said, prepare your mind for action. Prepare your mind for action. Uh, in according to one study, an average person has 70,000 thoughts per day. Average person. Okay? I'm sure yung iba sa atin dito siguro parang, parang sa akin, mga 2,000 lang yata for a month na yon, pastor. 70,000 thoughts. Can you imagine? A lot of things going on. A lot of things we're processing. Minor and major things. A lot of things are going on in our mind. 70,000 thoughts per day. Now think about this. And as I was studying this, think about this. Everything was once a thought. Everything was once a thought. Just this main hall that we're uh, using, this facility, hindi po to nag exist before. But even before we've, we've seen this in the physical, this already uh, existed in the imagination of the designer and the team of Pastor Dennis. This was first conceived in the mind. Naiisip na nila, dito yung stage, lalagay tayo ng aircon, ang color ng wall natin, may touch of red and orange. Even before we experience its reality, it first, well, it was first conceived in the mind. Whatever change we want to see in the physical, we need first to win the battle in the mind. That's why Peter said, prepare your mind for action. These Christians are being persecuted for their faith. Uh, experiencing suffering and difficulties. They are, they are living in the midst of a pagan culture. A lot of people don't know God. And they are living differently. So they are being persecuted. And here's the exhortation of Paul. Anong gagawin namin, Paul? Pinipersecute kami. Nagsasuffer kami. Ang hirap maging Kristiyano right now. We don't know if we can still move forward. What do we do? Peter said, prepare your mind for action. You know why? Because it starts in the mind. The battle starts in the mind. And I think Paul was expressing the same concern to the believers in Corinth when he wrote his letter in 2 Corinthians chapter 11, verse 3. He said, but I am afraid that as the serpent deceived Eve by his cunning, your thoughts will be led astray from a sincere and pure devotion to Christ. Alam mo, even from the book of Genesis, this has been the style of the devil. He would play your mind. He would try to plant uh, accusations about God. He would try to plant doubts. He will plant worries. He will plant fear. He will plant toxic thoughts. Uh, he, he will just put all these deceptions and lies. And if you believe that, then he will be able to put you in an invisible prison. You know why? Not because really what you're facing is bigger than God, but because you're imprisoned by a lie. And Peter said, uh, prepare your mind for action because the enemy will inject lies. And, and here's how we prepare our minds for action. What do we do in Second Corinthians 10, 3-5? He said, for though we walk in the flesh... We are not waging war according to the flesh. 
For the weapons of our warfare are not of the flesh, but have divine power to destroy strongholds. We destroy arguments that's going on in our mind and every lofty opinion raised against the knowledge of God and take every thought captive to obey Christ. So how do we, uh, how do we prepare for our mind for action? We take captive every thought. May mga thoughts ba na pumapasok sa mind mo? That's trying to discourage you from following Christ? Are there thoughts that's causing you to be fearful? Are there thoughts that's causing you to worry? Are there thoughts that's causing you to go back to your old way of life? The Bible says, take captive and make it obedient to Christ. And we do that by daily reading of the Bible and by prayer. Kaya kailangan natin yung, yung Bible. You know, it's not positive thinking. It's the Word of God because every day as we, re- as we read the Word, the Word of God renews our mind. May winawantuan akong college student no, before sa U-Belt. Tapos sabi niya, Pastor, uh, di, baka hindi na ako makipagkita sa'yo. Sabi ng mama ko, baka brainwash niyo lang ako. Sabi ko sa kanya, tama ang mama mo. You know why? We need our minds to be washed by the Word of God. Because there's so many lies. And we need the Word of God. We need to pray. Sabi sa Bible, uh, do not be anxious about anything. Money, tuition, uh, health, marriage, children, business. Do not be anxious about anything. What do we do? By prayer and petition, present your request to God and the peace of God will guard your heart and mind in Christ Jesus. Iba pag, how many of you here, pag nagpray ho kayo, you feel better? When you, before you go out of the house and you go back to work or, or face a client or, or, or face whatever situation you're in, pag nakapag-pray ka na, Lord, I don't know what to do, but my eyes is on you. I don't know where the help would come, but I know, I know you are in charge and in control. And I lift you up my situation, and I know, Lord, I will just be still, and I will know you are God. And when you lift up your concern, the Bible says, the peace guards your heart. Prepare your mind for action. Second one is set your hope fully on the grace of God. Set your hope fully on the grace of God. Of God, I, I like what Tim Keller is a is a pastor in the U.S. And here's what he said uh, in in one's, uh, one of his books. He said, "The whole world is going to be redeemed." How many of you are longing for the coming of Christ? How many of you want to go to heaven today? pastor. He said, "The whole world is going to be redeemed. Jesus is going to redeem spirit and body." Reason and emotion, people and nature. There is no part of reality for which there is no hope. Because of Jesus, there is always hope, even in the darkest moments of your life. You know, even in death, even in bankruptcy, even in divorce, even in lack, even in sickness, even in breakup, even in failure, rejection, persecution, wrong decision, the Bible says in Jesus, there is always hope. How many of you are grateful there is no hopeless situation in Christ? When you look at your marriage, it's not a hopeless marriage. When you look at your children, your children are not hopeless. 
when you look at what uh, at your uh, at your walk with God, it's not a hopeless case. In Christ, there is always hope because there is ongoing redemption that is going. There is grace available for us. There is a grace waiting for us, and there is grace available for us today. Kaya lagi nyo naririnig, di ba, as a Christian, grace lang to ni Lord. Alam mo, dati hindi ko maintindihan yun. If I'm going to attend church, tapos maririnig ko sa preacher, sasabihin niya, you know, I can only preach by the grace of God. Anong ibig sabihin nun? Pag meron nakatanggap ng award, in-encourage namin, ang galing naman, na-promote ka na naman. Grabe bro, by the grace of God lang talaga. What do you mean? Well, you know what that means? I don't deserve anything good from God. And everything good that I have, it's made possible by the grace of God. If not for the grace of God, I won't be here today. If not for the grace of God, I will not be a pastor today. If not for the grace of God, I will not be faithful to my wife. If not for the grace of God, I won't be able to go and make disciples. Everything I have and everything I'm able to do is simply by the grace of God. This is started by the grace of God. This will be sustained by the grace of God. And the grace of God will bring this to completion. It's grace of God from start to finish. How many of you know and how many of you are glad it's not up to us? <laughs> it's all about the grace of God. Uh, I'm not sure how many of you have been to BGC. Pero meron po dun yung flying trapeze. Uh, I, I'm sorry, I don't have a picture. Alam niyo yung mga nag-acrobat? Yung mataas sila, tas may harness, may net. And they, they would try to, uh, to do some exhibitions up in the air. Uh, can you imagine? Yung nagpapalitan po sila. One time, I was uh, passing uh, by with my daughter, and I saw, siguro mga 10-year-old, uh, three 10-year-old kids. Andun sila, oh. Tapos nanood kami. Amazing. 10 years old. One time, dumaan ako, mga guys naman, mga macho. Pag nag acrobat sila, siga. Isang kama, daliri lang, nakasabit. Tapos magsasummersault, isasabit lang yung daliri lang sa paa. Grabe, tanggalin ko kaya yung net nito <laughs> o yung harness. <laughs> you know, it's amazing what we are willing to try if we know there is something to catch us when we fall. You know that net and harness represents the grace of God. It's amazing what we're willing to try if we know the grace of God is there for us. How many of you are grateful for the grace of God? That's why you can be the husband that God wants you to be. You can live the life God wants you to live. You can work with integrity. You know why? Because there's the grace of God. So set your hope fully. Now, I, I like this verse in 2 Corinthians chapter 4, verse 16 to 18. So we do not lose heart. Though our outer self is wasting away, our inner self is being, being renewed day by day. For this light momentary affliction is preparing for us an eternal weight of glory beyond all comparison. As we look not to the things that are seen, but to the things that are unseen. For the things that are seen are transient, but the things that are unseen are eternal. Compared to eternity, that cancer, that lack, that suffering, Compared to eternity, the Bible says, is light and temporary. 
Yung breakup nyo, it's temporary. Yung bagsak mo sa klase, it's temporary. Yung mga nadidelay mong bills, it's temporary. Yung away nyo mag-asawa, it's temporary. Now, I like the, the message version. You know, our Bible have different translations, right? And sometimes it's just good to just see how it's, uh, how it's written in other version. It's so refreshing. So I'd like to show you the message and then we're moving on to our last point and we're closing in prayer. He said, so we are not giving up. How could we? Even though on the outside, it often looks like things are falling apart on us. On the inside where God is making new life, not a day goes by without His unfolding grace. These hard times are small potatoes. Everyone say small potatoes. I don't know bakit small potatoes, no? I don't know about American culture. Small potatoes compared to the coming good times. The lavish celebration prepared for us. There's far more here than meets the eye. The things we see now are here today, gone tomorrow. But the things we can see now will last forever. So whatever you're going through, set your hope fully on the grace of God. So we can move forward. This is not the end. This is not a dead end. This is temporary. I can move forward. Matatapos din to. Sabi nga sa Bible, it's just a small potato. Whatever challenges or difficulties you're facing, don't lose heart. Fix your eyes on Jesus and rely on His grace. And last thing, Peter said, be holy. Be holy. You want to move forward in your relationship with Jesus? You want to see progress? You don't want your Christianity to stay the same year after year? He said, be holy. Now, the word holy literally means to separate or to be set apart by Him and for Him. You're, you're set apart by God and you're set apart for God. Be holy. Now, it's interesting because in verses 14 to 16, Jesus said, as obedient children, He then continued on, He said, be holy. What's the connection about holiness in us becoming God's children? You know the connection? Because children naturally inherit the nature of their parents. And consequently, with that nature, that nature dictates the appetites, and the action. Kaya yung mga pinanganak ko ng nanay na pusa, nanganak ng pusa, they don't act as humans. At yung mga humans, pag pinanganak, we don't act like cats. Hindi, pwede rin, ano, gumagapang. Mahilig din sa milk. But you know, there's two different nature. So because of that nature, kaya, like for example, dog, tsaka cow, even though they're both animals, they act differently. They have different appetites. You don't see a cow running for bones. May nakita ba kayong cow nang umangata ng buto? At may nakita ba kayong aso na vegetarian? Ang gusto niya, damo. <laughs> Wala, di ba? They have different appetites. They, they have different actions because of the nature they've inherited. In the same way, if you are born of God, how many of you here, you're born of God? You are born again. 
God is your Father. If you really had an encounter with God, and you, inca- you experienced to be born again, you inherited the nature of God. That's why you have a new appetite. Ngayon, nagbabasa ka na ng Bible. Ngayon, umaaten ka na ng victory group. Ngayon, nagpipray ka na. Ngayon, nakikinig ka na ng preaching, di ka na natutulog. Hindi ka lang nagpapalamig dito every Sunday. Why? All of a sudden, you don't want to go to church. Now you go to church. A change of appetite. You know why? Because of a change of nature. That's why Peter said, Be holy because your Father is holy. So make sure, don't allow yourself to be pulled back to your former way of life. The devil would try to remind you who you are. The devil would try to tempt you with the same old sin. But Peter said, be holy. Don't allow yourself to slide back to your old life because you've been born again. Don't be shaped or influenced again. Now, what will happen if you allow the holiness of God to permeate your life? What will happen if every day you say, Lord, make me holy. Lord, make my mind holy. Make my heart holy. Lord, hindi pa ako holy. Madalas akong maholy. <laughs> Pero Lord, I want to be holy. What will happen if you embrace God's holiness in your life and you allow God to make you holy more and more? You know what will happen in Second Timothy chapter 2, verse 21? Therefore, if anyone cleanses himself from what is dishonorable, he will be a vessel for honorable use, set apart as holy, useful to the master of the house, ready for every good work. How many of you here, you want to be used of God? Ayomo bench ka lang. Who wants that? I'm watching basketball today, diba? Playoffs sa NBA. Walang player na pinangarap na bangko siya habang buhay. Ang boring nun, di ba? Parang action nakikita mo, oh. highlights. Pero ikaw nandun ka, you're wearing the jersey, you're always sitting there, you're always present, but you're not doing anything. Is that really what you want for your life? If you're given this window to live, if you only have a short time to live, do you really want to spend that sitting every Sunday in church doing nothing? Or you want to say, Lord, here I am. Use me. I want to make a dent in the universe. I want to do something that will impact the world. Guess what? That's God's desire for you. You are born to do something great. You're destined. And God is a great destiny and purpose for your life. That's why there's this desire in us we're longing for something. We're longing for fulfillment. You know why? There's this desire that God placed in our heart. We know we're born for something bigger. Bigger than ourselves. You know you're born not just to work and secure your retirement. You know you're born not just to graduate and get a diploma, get a job or start a business, have a family, have a big house, Get a saving, grow old, and die. You know there's more to life than that. Alamo, you're born not just to exist. Not just for survival. 
You know God has a purpose for your life. And when you embrace God's holiness, it will usher you to God's destiny for your life. That's why the devil likes to tell you, holiness, boring yan. And the devil would try to take away your holiness because if the moment he's able to take your holiness, he's able to take away your destiny. God has a great plan for you. I'm just having a, a coffee before this service. I think I have a picture pinahabal ko kanina. No? We have a leaders in the 7 o'clock service. I think mga 3 years pa lang sila sa church when they got saved. They got saved a little late. Hindi sila na saved sa campus. Hindi sila na saved as singles. Na saved sila, binata na, dalaga na lahat ng anak nila. Empty nester na actually. Mga 3 years pa lang sa church. But you know, not only that they were born again, but they caught and and hold the vision of God for their life. Uh, si yung wife, si Honey, then yung husband, si Lian, and they're talk, uh, telling me about an update about Bhutan. Because last year, a door was uh, was uh, opened to them. Yung, cut the long story short, yung wife, po, uh, part siya itong organization na nag-grant ng free books sa mga developing countries, and they've chosen Bhutan. And as a representative, she was sent there, but when be, prior to that, she attended the missions uh, meeting here, uh, giving updates to all our leaders about our plans uh, for the coming years. Where do we are going to plant a church? And that exact year that Bhutan opened to her, di naman niya iniisip yung Bhutan. Meron ba dito, nag- di ba? iniisip mo yung Bhutan araw-araw? <laughs> di ko nga alam na may Bhutan eh. Alam ko lang, Ryan Tan. Di niya iniisip, bigla nag-open, tapos narinig niya, 2016, we're going to plant a church in Bhutan. Wow. And from that time on, alam niya, this is not a coincidence. God wants us to be part of what God is doing in Bhutan. They are not missionaries. They have a day, a day job, business. That's what they do. But when this door opened, they said, Lord, we don't know. We may be late for this. We are not trained. But Lord, here we are, use us. Their last visit, they're giving me an update. They were able to hold a seminar for the Speaker of the House. They're in partnership with uh, the people heading the Education Department of the Nation. Uh, they are in partnership with their young people. There's so many plans. They're coming back this June. And they have a meeting with the King in, the, in this coming trips. And it's amazing how God is connecting. And they said, we don't know. We're just taking it one day at a time. We don't know how God will do these things. But, but, you know, here we are. It's just amazing to think that God would entrust an entire nation to a couple. That they will be part of what God is doing. You are part of something big. God has a great plan and destiny for your life. My prayer is that we're not going to miss God's purpose for our lives. Like David in the book of Acts, he said, and David served God's purpose in his own generation. May we serve God's purpose in our generation. May you and I serve God's purpose for our life. Last quote, and let's pray. In D.L. Moody, an evangelist who lived in the 1800s, here's what he said, let God have your life for he can do more with it than you can. Allow God to take hold of your life. Amen? Let's just bow our heads and close our eyes right now. Lord, we thank you for your word. First of all, we thank you 
for the salvation we receive. And it's not something we deserve, but it's something that you gave by your great mercy. And every day we are grateful for that, Lord. We are here today because of your grace. Lord, that's our prayer today, that we will be able to prepare our mind for action. Lord, help us to learn how to take captive of every thought that is not from you. Lord, if there are lies that's holding us, if there are, Lord God, uh, things we believe that is stopping us from moving forward, I pray, Lord God, that we will be able to identify it and will be able to take captive of it, Lord. Lord, I pray that you will destroy strongholds. I pray that you will uproot wrong beliefs and ideas that maybe we picked up along the way. I pray, Lord Jesus, that we will have the mind of Christ. Lord, I also pray, Lord, that we will learn to set our hope fully on the grace of God. Lord, we thank you that in Christ there is no hopeless situation. Thank you that in Christ there is no hopeless person. So, Lord God, we thank you for the hope that we have in Christ. And I pray also, Lord, that we will, Lord God, be able to be holy just as you who called us is holy. By the grace of God, we can live pure and holy. And as we do, Lord, I pray that you will use us. Every one of us, we are here today. Our prayer is that, Lord, here I am, use me. Here I am, use me, Lord. Father God, I pray, Lord, that you will use us for a great and mighty way. More than what we could ask for or imagine. I pray for that sense of greatness. I pray for that sense of purpose to be stirred up in every heart. God, I pray we will, our hearts will be stirred up, Lord. And we will no longer, Lord, stay in our comfort zone. But we will step out in faith and say, Lord, we are willing to move forward. We are willing to be used by you because we want to give you honor and glory. Thank you for listening to this message. For more messages like these from other Victory Centers, please visit victory.org.ph resources podcast.